This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you. I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care. Dispatch Health can treat most non-life-threatening emergencies. They can do the x-rays, they can do stitches. Urinary tract infections, blood tests, urinalysis, ultrasound. It's almost everything that they can do at the ER. You never feel rushed. They're there for you and only you. I felt like their only patient. And it costs no more than a trip to urgent care because Dispatch Health is covered by most insurance, including Medicare. See if we serve your home at DispatchHealth.com. Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home. House calls are back and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another segment with Nate Hale. I am your host, Doc Bryant, and uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff that interests us. And if you don't like it, well, you can change the channel. I don't know. Um, but I have heard from we're both of our stay on topic. I'm telling you, I have heard from both of our viewers I'll that uh, that they like what they're seeing so far. So we're going to keep going. So give the give the people what they want. I'll, I'll, yes, both both, both, both of them. people. So shout out um, to our two fans. <laughs> All right. So you have seen the uh, uh, the first two episodes of Rings of Power. Yes. What's what's your overall view uh, of that? And then I'll ask you some questions. OK, OK. Um, I, I'm going to first I would like to, to stress that I am by no means an expert on Lord of the Rings. I have read the Lord of the Rings twice, maybe three times. Uh, Hobbit, probably about the same. Um, I love them. I, I love, I love the stories. I love the books. I love the movies. Well, no, scratch that. Love the Lord of the Rings movies. Hobbit movies went a little bit too far afield for Not me. So I won't get into that now. Otherwise you, I, I could go on for hours about that. Um, but in general, just love everything about it. Uh, but I, I know several people, including my uncle, who know so much about it that they put me to shame. Um, and it, it's kind of embarrassing that I feel like an idiot when talking to someone like him. So I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that have a whole different perspective because they're much more of an uber fan than I am. But from my humble uh, perspective of just being a fan in general, um, I, I will say that so far I have not been disappointed. I went into it with zero expectations because of... Uh, how much I've been let down by just about everything recently. Uh, Star Wars, uh, Marvel, um, e- everybody has been dropping the ball left, right, and center, uh, which has been very frustrating because I-, I thought Star Wars was uh, going to pick back up. I was so impressed with uh, with uh, 7. I know a lot of people didn't like 7. They said it was too much like 4, but uh, I humbly disagree. Um, and then 8 was just a punch in the face 
saying, you know, sit back down. Sorry, it's going to continue to suck and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, and, but I, I will say uh, there there have been a couple exceptions. Mandalorian was incredible, uh, I think. And uh, what, the, what the hell else? Um, oh, Rogue One. Whoa. Okay. Big fan. Big yeah. fan. But anyway, again, this is me getting way off topic. Um, damn. <laughs> it's already started. Uh, <laughs> this is what we do. Um, okay. From my humble perspective, I, I watched it with complete open mind. Actually, probably closed mind thinking that it was is going to be bad. I thought it was going to be awful. And I've really liked it so far. Again, only two episodes in. It's still got plenty of time to disappoint me. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything like that to anybody that hasn't seen it yet. I highly recommend giving it at least a shot, um, because, uh, I, I, I will say this, uh, right wing, left wing, doesn't matter. Everybody seems like they're always trying to agitate everybody. And so I've seen that there's a lot of stuff out there on the right, quote unquote, right saying that, oh, it's uber woke and uber left. And so it's like, okay, well, let me see. Um, because I've, I, I've heard that before on other things, and it hasn't been true. So let me give it a shot on this. I like Lord of the Rings too much not to give it a chance. Um, and again, so far so good. I will say that uh, Gladriel uh, cast they cast her perfectly. She is because you you know that character. She is a badass, and um, this this actress embodies that. Um, definitely knocks that out of the park. Um, I will say that I was not thrilled with the casting on a few of the other key characters. Uh, one that really stood out for me, and right after uh, the first episode, I, I told uh, both my wife and my oldest daughter um, out of that I, I was happy so far, but this. Um, Elrond, they horrible job casting. No offense to the, the actor who plays him. Don't know, I'm not familiar with him. Um, it's not that he's a horrible actor. He's just not that part. It, it is, it is not him. And they got a, he should be an accountant or playing something along those lines. Not because Elrond is again, a badass and, uh, he is weak in this. He just, in it, he exudes weakness and, uh, um, and I, I, he shouldn't. That That is a character that should be right along with Galadriel as far as, I mean, when, perfect example, when you, when you see Lord of the Rings and uh, Bilbo first wakes up and you, and you see uh, Elrond for the first time, he just stands there and has this presence. I mean, he, he just, he just does. And that actor, perfect actor uh, for Elrond. Hell, that would have been pretty badass if they would have got him. Cause again, elves don't age very much. Um, but uh, it's, it's unfortunate because, and um now, getting into the the negative side I have, which I'm sure you're going to have plenty of things to tell me that I, that I don't know as far as stuff that's coming up, but um, it was obvious there, there was the wokeness of the, the, the female being the primary, the, the main, the uh, – and that, that's – for those of you who don't know, uh, protagonists now uh, – the main protagonist in every story now has to be a woman. Not not some, not 50 percent, uh, but all all protagonists in every movie now has to be a woman. I, I am all for women's rights and I believe in strong female characters, strong female leads. Um, I can list you literally a billion movies that I love that have a strong female protagonist. Um, I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is force feeding it into every single story. 
even stories that especially sorry stories that it doesn't fit it doesn't make sense but they do it anyway uh or hell remaking movies with all female characters and what was an all male character movie just to say ha see women can do it too it's like it's not a it's not about that you're 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 missing the the boat on that one all right hell i have no idea where we left off uh apologize for the uh, technical uh, you difficulties were saying- Let's see, uh, Elrond. I, I think it was the, coming off as a wuss. Yeah, the, and the Hollywood doing this whole, you know, everybody has to be female lead type of thing. Oh, you know, yeah, like they're yeah. trying to they're trying to make up for something, and it's like, damn it, God, it's like with everything, everything in society, they try to force this, and force that. It's like just let it be. If there's a story with a male character, male, excuse me, male character that's a lead, then do that. If it's a female character with that's a lead, do that. But to force it to always be female is you're killing stories and it's unnecessary. Uh, so but do I think that's the the thing here? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it is distinctly possible. I, I will admit that with with everything that else that is going on with movies and stories and whatnot, that my my radar is a little bit sensitive and I'm getting that slightly getting that vibe. And again, it's not. This this story is mainly about uh, it's mainly following her anyway, at least so far. So okay, that makes sense. I've got no problem with that. But um, Elrond plays a pretty key role in it as well, and so he's kind of an important character to get right. And for you to m- miscast that is uh, is not not going to be very good. But again, he's not a horrible actor. So, okay, so far so good. And when there hasn't been any like hardcore scenes with him yet, so maybe the dude just busts out when things get rough, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's going to turn into just a, a total awesome, you know, killer badass when when uh he has to. We haven't gotten to that point. But at the moment, he seems yeah, like a like a librarian. I mean, he's he's just uh, he's not who I would have uh cast for the role. But uh story-wise, so far, so good. I've I've overheard rumors again. I've I've read nothing to keep my mind uh, as clear as possible as far as other people's opinions on it. Um, but I, I have overheard uh, through uh, people talking that apparently some of the hardcore fans said that there were some things that were off here or there. I I don't know how they know that because as far as I know, um, and again, knowledge a bit limited. But uh, Lord of the Rings canon, to my knowledge, is only the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Maybe there's other stuff out there that I don't know about that would that that count towards the canon, but um, it's uh, I'm I'm enjoying the story. I, I'm liking so far where it's headed, uh, and yeah, no no complaints at, at the moment. At the moment, um, again, besides that that minor casting uh, issue that could correct itself who knows again it's only been two episodes but nothing that has overwhelmingly stood out and punched me in the face saying hey this is woke and this is how it's going to be so deal with it so okay. so far so you are actually one of those people uh who at least in the uh, in the realm of lord of the rings uh you're a normie you're a, not a normie a normie that that is somebody who does not have an overwhelming knowledge of the canon. I, so I, like, I would agree to that. You would not necessarily be a normie when it comes to like Marvel comics. You know Marvel comics I, more than I do, and I would definitely be a normie when it comes to Marvel comics. 
You know, well, I, I had my favorites when I was a kid, that. but you know, you, no, you know, like I'm, X-Men I'm and Wolverine. I, I, but I'm, I would still consider myself to be a normie because my, even though I collected comics for a good amount of time, I am so far out of it now that, I mean, Lord knows, I, I barely remember the comics that, I mean, I, I still have, of course, my general knowledge of, of Wolverine and X-Men, my, my two primary focuses when I was collecting comics, uh, and a little bit of knowledge of some of the image comics as well, but, but yeah, I, I will still claim normie status uh, on that as well, but, so please do explain, if there is but additional canon, I am all ears. With Star huh? Wars, neither one of us, as far as Star Wars are concerned, neither one of us are normies. We are. Total I don't know, nerds. man. I I'm a total Star Wars nerd, but the the Star Wars canon is so huge that I will I I would say normie status on that as well because of how many books that are out there that have been blessed into canon that I have never read. My my friend, uh, my my old friend Brandon was just diehard star wars where he read every book that came out good bad or indifferent he didn't care who the author was just because he had to have star wars all the time now him that man knew all um so everything that used to be everything that used to be canon once uh disney bought star wars all of that stuff was renamed as legends so that disney's specifically uh kathleen kennedy could rewrite canon so so yeah. all of that stuff for it, that we previously knew like the timothy zahn books and um a lot of the other books are have been relegated to legend status although because the new the new canon that that ha, that they've tried you know been pushing uh in in the book series the new republic has been selling so badly that they have recovered a lot of the legends books and re-released them just so that they can get money off the sales of those to try to float the other stuff, but to save their butt. Yeah. No, here, here's the thing. Because you have this normie status with the <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Don't this stuff because Don't. your insight is very unique and valuable because the guys that I follow, um, the guys that I follow on YouTube and so forth, and that, that I listen to, um, they're not like Uber, Uber, you know, Lord of the Rings guys, but they know one one Uber, they know a lot. They are one Uber guys. And I, I'm actually like a couple of steps below them, but, I know like for, for a long time, I used to read the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings starting in May every summer for, for several years. Um, and I can tell you that, yes, there are other books. I did not that know that. do constitute Canon, but I'm not going to tell you what they are. And I'm not going to tell you what they say. I'm not going to tell you how this show differs okay. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that because that way we can do this as the uh, shows as it continue. goes on. Apparently, there's yeah. another episode that has come out. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, episode we haven't had a chance to watch today. Well, we, yeah, we we haven't had a chance to watch. It's it's been crazy. What well, we're trying to keep up with it, but I mean, huge family, homeschool. What are you gonna do? I mean, so we're gonna yeah. watch it as we can, and I will be happy to to share my. Uh, my thoughts on it. I, I will. Well, I, I forgot about this. This uh, one thing, other thing that kind of came up. There seems to be like a little thing between uh, Galadriel and Elrond, um, and 
I don't hate it, um, but uh, I don't know how that would fit. Um, but there, there seems like there's something. Um, but again, that's uh, that's the only thing that's kind of you know twitching the back of my brain a little bit. Going, do they really need that, uh, or are they forcing it? Um, I, I don't know. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I will ask you a couple of questions um, because yeah. the the again the people that I follow um, from a, from a canon point of view they've got problems with it. All right. Um, from to a certain extent, from a woke point of view, they have problems. But but they they have said that the wokeness is the canon problems are so bad that they ignore the wokeness, the wokeness doesn't even enter into it okay uh for the most part with one exception and i'm not going to tell you what that one exception is got it um but yes i will ask you that one of the things that they they have stated that first of all they have stated that um as far you're not, as you're, performance you're not gonna do concerned. any spoilers oh hold on hold on you're not gonna do any spoilers are you no i'm not gonna do any spoilers okay um you- as, Be fair as to everyone. Let them know ahead of time. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, you've seen it. I haven't. So. No, no. I'm talking about spoilers for anybody that might not have seen it. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> There's only two people who are watching this. Um, That's a good point. They probably have seen it. Yeah. Okay. So, Go ahead. Uh, but I have heard that the best performances so far is, at least from the actors, the best performances mm-hmm. so far have been from uh the black elf and the black dwarf is that the black female dwarf and the black elf because everybody Uh, one of the things that amazon is doing is they're accusing of everybody who dislikes it as being racist but everybody i've heard have said that the best performances thus far are the black elf and the black dwarf and some of the worst performances are from some of the white actors i have I have heard um, this being used before as far as, uh, well, all right, I have to preface everything. Um, I believe it or not, and I know there's tons of people that say this, I, I don't, I, I don't even, I don't even see it uh, as far as the, uh, when, when I see actors, I mean, it's not, you, you bring up a, you know, a black elf and I had to stop and think and I'm like, oh yeah, the, the elf. Uh, and I know, I, I know the guy you're talking about. He, uh, and again, I don't want to give anything away, but there is a, a tension moment going on right now with his character. Um, dude is awesome. Okay, I don't know who he is. I haven't IMDb'd him yet. I'm, I might know him. He looks familiar. I don't know. But yes, I will say this. Dude is awesome. Uh, the Again, it's uh, he's a, it's it's not a character I'm familiar with. He's not in um, the, the books, uh, the, at least that I know of. Again, it's been so long since I've read Lord of the Rings, and there's so many characters that I don't even freaking remember. Um, but... Uh, he he is awesome. Um, uh, the uh, honestly, I don't. Oh oh oh! And again, this is this. Yeah, I don't see it. the. Um, uh, Visa is her name. Durin, Durin's wife. Yeah. Friggin' yes. Okay. I love her, but again, it's one of those things like the you know the uh, slap a label on the person this, slap a label on the person that. It's like hold on, let me think. Oh okay, yeah, Durin's wife. Dude, Stone Cold, awesome. Okay, love okay. her. And there's there's a scene when it comes down to it because, and, and I will say this uh, about I was kind of picking on, um, oh, oh, brain uh, gone. Uh, 
Yeah, Elrond. I was, I was picking on Elrond a good deal, but there, there's a scene where he, uh, and sorry, spoiler alert, so turn your family so leave and he's like you know at least give me you know because he's gotten married since they since i've seen each other he's like would you at least give me the ability to apologize to your wife and as soon as he said that i knew score i was like that was brilliant the 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 salesman in him right there i mean if, if anybody who knows sales done you just did it because as soon as he's introduced to the wife he's like elrod i've heard so much about you come in it's like no I, I can't stay. I really no. You are not going to go. No, he needs to go. No, you're going to stay. I'm like, man, brilliant. That was brilliant. And that whole scene, everything there, I'm just laughing. Of like, okay, yeah, nailed that. I just nailed that. So, so, so yes, she's okay. great. Um, and and the elf, the elf is also great. So uh, again, all these people who who scream, you know, racist this or sexist that or shut shut the hell up. God, yeah. dog. Now shut the, the next thing up. I've heard is that. The cinematography from uh, for the exteriors mm-hmm. are really good. I have heard that there have been some scenes that were very obviously shot on a uh, surround screen uh, in a sound sound studio, and it looks like it. Uh, some some people have said it looks like bad PlayStation Three. Ooh, uh, damn g- graphics. Yeah, that's bad. Well, at least they didn't say like Super Nintendo. Um, okay, I'll give them that. I don't think it was detracting. It's it's definitely something that popped up as far as I mean, it was noticed. I, I did notice it, and it was kind of like, eh. um, especially since they uh, spent like a zillion dollars on this. Uh, you probably expect a little more, but I will also say that because they spent a zillion dollars on this, I'm going to give them a little bit of a, a little bit of slack. Um, but yes, there, there were some scenes that were obviously done on like a soundstage or, or, uh, yeah, a small set with a, with, you know, surround green screen or whatever, however the hell they do it. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, I, to me, I, I was, um, I, I guess I can say that there so far, the story has, has got me to where, I mean, that, that stuff is minor. Um, because, and again, I hate to, uh, It's good, and I. But I understand from the perspective of if if this goes against canon, how people would be upset because my um, I took um, eh, please edit that out. Um, I took uh, my daughter um, to see the uh, the Hobbit when it came out, and we saw the first uh, the first of the three, and I was I loved it. It, it was great. And then we saw the next one where they started to stray and skew from the book. I mean, the first one, there's a, you know, just a little bit. It wasn't horrible. Um, but then the second one, they really started to veer. Uh, and then the third one, it's like, what what the hell is this? This isn't anything like yeah. the book at all. And I was so upset at that that I missed the fact that as a movie, as far as an action movie, if I knew nothing about The Hobbit, I would have loved it. And I know that. I acknowledge that disappointed that uh i was not as uh enthralled and that i did not enjoy 
That's uh, within 10 seconds. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> I, I need an electric shock collar or something. Maybe that might help. Um, but no, it. I acknowledge the fact that as an action movie, if if it was not tied to The Hobbit, I would have loved it. I would have loved it. The the third movie. It was it was great action. The acting was great. The um, I'm, I mean, I'm an action nerd as far as I mean, things blow up. You know, what was that old saying? Uh, do you remember somebody said the thing? People died and things blew up real good or something yeah, like that. I can't. People died and shit blew up real good. Yeah, something like that. That, that, And that's the way it was. Uh, And to that point, I acknowledge that it was a good film. But as far as it following uh, The Hobbit, it did not. And it it really pissed me off. Uh, It, I mean, actual anger. Because they did The Lord of the Rings so well, and they stuck to it Mm -hmm. so closely. Now, did they have everything that was in the books? No, there's no way. You could, not without making, like, nine films. And they didn't have the ability to do that. In the amount of films that they did, they got as close as humanly possible to the books as they could, whether it be cinematography, whether it be the, the, the outfits, the, the, the actors, the actions, everything about everything. The, the, the best way to, to sum it up is it's almost like the, the director sucked the image out of my brain and, and put it onto the screen. Yeah. The, the, when he first meets uh, Strider uh, in the end, that yeah, scene, yeah. exactly the way I pictured Just it. Just like when, the way I imagined it. When the nine go to slaughter them in their beds and they're not there, just the way I pictured it. My favorite scene of all time with Gandalf and the Balrog, exactly the way I yeah. pictured it. I mean, when I when I when I think about it in the book, when I think about the scene in the movie, I mean, I get all I get all misty because that is like one of my most powerful scenes ever out of all of the the whether it be the Hobbit, the Lord of the Rings, anything. I, I love that scene more than anything, and it was just the way that I pictured it. I fell in mad love with those movies because I've never in my life, I've seen, I've read plenty of books that they turned into movies. I've never in my life seen someone stick so close. And it was, it it was, it was unbelievable. I I didn't, I didn't know it was possible. They did it. Uh, And then when Hobbit came out, I just stupid me got overly excited too quick. And then after seeing the first one again, love the casting, love, love who they got love. I was worried about like the, uh, um, was it uh, chip the glasses, crack the plates? And it's like, how are they going to put yeah, that in, in a movie? And they did. Was this was yeah. it was the scene a little bit goofy? Okay, a little bit goofy, but it's a goofy song. Um, and then the Misty Mountain song. I mean, again, you know, wipe a tear from my eye is is beautiful. Uh, so I had high hopes, and then it really let me down. So I totally get if if this story is 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 stepping all over what is. Uh, known to be canon then i get how that can really anger somebody so i guess i'm blissfully ignorant to it and um at the moment i at least from a political perspective as far as uh you know the unfortunately the left trying to put their agenda into anything and everything instead of just letting things be stories um so far maybe a dabble here or there uh totally uh, acceptable amount of uh of BS because uh, it, it's 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 minor stuff, um, and even then it might it it might not even be it might just be my sensitivity level because Lord knows I am sensitive sensitive to it, um, but at at the moment yeah the story so far so good but 
Sorry, brother. You got me. You got me rambling again. That was, I think, question one out of God knows how many questions you have for me on this. No, I mean, and and I'm right there with the uh, with the Peter Jackson uh, Hobbit movies, uh, except uh, after the first movie, I haven't seen the second or third because the first movie deviated so far that I was just like, okay, if this is the direction they're headed. I just lost interest. You know, I didn't get ticked off. Well, I just, I, I was just like, I, if, when I want to know, you know, when I want to see the Hobbit, I just read the books again, you know, don't watch the second and third. Cause honestly, I thought the first was, it, it did deviate. It, it didn't, it didn't kill me. Um, but second and third, if, if the first bothered you, don't even bother, don't even give it a shot, man. Second uh, pulled a, a decent amount away and the third was just completely off the reservation so and i mean getting i love orlando bloom i love legolas what the hell is he doing in the story he wasn't in the damn book why no, are you putting him he in, wasn't there? in the story and the the i mean the absolute the love between the elf ridiculous and the ridiculous romance between the elf and the dwarf no it's, it's just yeah no it it no and, and there, when i so saw that i was just like the hell are they doing yeah. here and and then well, with the running chasing and shooting thing at the end i'm like oh, oh that ain't the in the book scene. either that ain't the in the book scene. either yeah okay okay i'll give you that yeah the, the escape now, i did it. see and i guess this was from the second film yeah uh i did see the scene where bilbo between bilbo and smog mm-hmm Oh, I that didn't was, see all right. that scene, and that, that was really good. But of course, you got Benedict Cumberbatch playing as the dragon. Smog. Yeah, and he, I think but he even, did a really good job. Well, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, he could yeah. be anything. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what he does, and it would be awesome. Um, but uh, I, I will say this: the scene was was pretty good. And again, until it's straight. Because that scene right there is uh, one of those important scenes, like when when Bilbo first uh, meets Smeagol, it's um, it's so critical to the story, uh, and so th- and when they did that scene, they did that they did that really well. In uh, but the so I was I was looking forward to the scene with Smog, and uh, it it was okay, and, and then it wasn't um, because again they just. I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like, that didn't happen. Why, why is that? That didn't happen. There's so much in the book that they didn't cover that they could have. Why are they adding things that weren't there? Yeah. They didn't do that in Lord of the Rings. I mean, there are little things that for that made sense that they had to do because of the stuff that they had to leave out. But in this, it's almost like they intentionally left stuff out and then intentionally added this other crap because they thought it would be cool, like that romance and like the other things. It's like, no. No, none of that was necessary. All the drama in Lake Town, it's like, yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah, that uh, unnecessary. I mean, it was it was unnecessary, and it's like they were trying to void fill when there was no void. So, I don't know if they couldn't come up with it good enough for three movies, they damn sure could have come up with enough stuff for two. For two, uh, easy. But I, I don't know. Maybe money. Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Probably. Probably. So that's the only two questions really that I had, because those are the only two real um, complaints 
or, or well, those those were the only two comments that I got. the The main complaint, other than the canon stuff, is that it's just boring, and a lot of people. Pretty much everybody that I have listened to have said <laughs> they've called it uh, they've called it Lord of the Ambien. Is and and there have been a couple of guys that that have said you know I I watched the movie and then I had to get up and go get something and then I came back and still nothing was going on and then I had to get up and get and then I came back and still nothing was going on. Uh, so apparently there's a lot of dialogue or something. I, I don't think there's any more than should be. Honestly, I, I get the fact that this is a story that's building up to something. I mean, is it is it nonstop, action-packed, 24-7? No. But a good story shouldn't be. I mean, they, you you need to be able to build these characters up and, you know, sh- give give them a little bit of, of heart and story and, in order to fall in love with them. I mean, not a lot of people that are going to be watching uh, this show have no clue who any of these characters are. So while a hardcore fan, you'd be able to just jump right in and, you know, Nonstop action, barely any dialogue. You'd know what was going on, but a lot of people aren't gonna aren't gonna know. So they they need a little bit of uh, a buildup, a you know, character development. And I disagree. I mean, um, again, I think I think there's a lot of people that are just gonna be pissed off to be pissed off. If it's canon, then be pissed at the canon. But you know, I, as far as that, I I, I disagree. Is it um, to me? It's got that feel of uh, it's it's working up to something now. Have have I been disappointed in the past as far as with with stories and shows where um, there's a buildup and you can feel it, and then it keeps being a buildup and keeps being a buildup, and then it's the end of season one and you're like, what the hell was that? Definitely happened, but hell, we're two yeah. we're two shows into it. You can't tell me that it's like, oh, this is boring. I, I just no, I'm not. I don't see that personally. Okay, okay, all right. And again, I'm not going to tell you anything because this. I don't have access to this. You know, you're the, you're the first normie that, you know, so now I have access to how a normie sees things and that's good. And now other people, both of the people who listen to this are going to have we'll access have my to it too. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you both for watching. We appreciate it. Yes. All right. Um, all right. What else were we going to talk about? Uh, heck, I don't know. Uh, we lost the queen. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what to talk about there, except that what I was predicting, which was, again, I, I don't know a whole lot about the queen. Uh, I, I, I have, I have no issue with her. Uh, she seems like a very pleasant and adorable person. I love the thing they did, uh, with her and James Bond for the, uh, <laughs> Was that the Olympics? That was pretty awesome. Um, uh, but I, I know I know nothing about the the British royalty. I know nothing about the politics uh, because it's it's none of my bloody business. Um, but uh, I, I will say that it's pretty it's pretty badass that she ruled for seventy years. And I, I say ruled. I understand that that position is more of a figurehead position. Um, but uh, she when she came into power, um, how many? What is it? How many prime ministers? Fifteen. I think she she reigned over 15 prime ministers and um was it uh, Churchill I think was the uh was the first prime minister when she took wow. office if that doesn't tell you how how long 
she yeah. uh, she was in power. Um, and for uh, as I've read a couple things lately, um, because of how long she was in power, she's all the only ruler that almost all of uh, Britain has ever known. Yeah. Um, and longest longest ruling monarch, at least uh, for them. I mean, I don't know about the world, but uh, so it's it's sad that uh, that she's gone. At least I I feel sad, but I I predicted that the internet would blow up with a bunch of really evil people saying a bunch of really evil things. And sure enough, it's like when Margaret Thatcher died, um, there was no end of just, I I, I don't know. I I don't know how else to say it other than just pure evil. I mean, it it is the nastiness that, that is, that comes from the, I, there are people that I dislike strongly dislike, um, especially in our politics here in the United States. Uh, I don't wish any of them harm. I don't wish any of them dead. And if they did happen to die, I'm not going to say the horrible things that these people are saying because I I don't feel that. I don't uh, – I mean some of the – you know, I'm so glad the evil person is dead. I, I hope that they uh, – I hope that they suffered. It's like who who feels that way? I Who – who wishes that amount of, of pain on on somebody? I mean, the, from my experience, having argued with with many a, a leftist uh, who claim that we on the right are just so evil and hateful and uh, and bigoted and just, I mean, these mean, nasty people. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you. I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care. Dispatch Health can treat most non-life-threatening emergencies. They can do the x-rays, they can do stitches. Urinary tract infections, blood tests, urinalysis, ultrasound. It's almost everything that they can do at the ER. You never feel rushed. They're there for you and only you. I felt like their only patient. And it costs no more than a trip to urgent care because Dispatch Health is covered by most insurance, including Medicare. See if we serve your home at DispatchHealth.com. Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home. House calls are back, and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com. I, when I see things like this, it, is it all the time from the left? No. Um, don't, they're, they're definitely bad people on the right, too. There's no doubt about that. Um, but the, the scum... Uh, the the putrid slime uh, that's that rise to the surface when something like this happens, mm-hmm. um, it is mind boggling to me uh, because I I don't I honestly don't understand it. So um, when when we were talking about it uh, yesterday, I I I told my family it's like I remember what happened when Margaret Thatcher died. So 
just be looking on the internet for this sort of thing. And I was hoping it wouldn't happen because so many people at, at first were saying, you know, such nice things. Um, and then all the rest of the crap started coming out again. I don't know her. I don't know her politics. Uh, but I mean, some of the things people were saying, as far as, you know, this, this empire that ruled over this, and it's like, when, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, but, but England, the, the England colonies, you know, that, and their, their rule and oppression over a majority of the world was a long time before her time, Jack. Um, now, if she did any atrocities during her 70 years, I'm not familiar with it, and forgive my ignorance, but even if she was uh, not the best person in the world, she damn sure doesn't deserve uh, all of the things that are being said about her online right now. That, I, that I'm certain of. Well, that's, that's your um, – uh, those are your uh, basically Marxists. There, uh, these are the people that are adherents to critical theory, and critical theory is based in Marxism. And it it states that you have a group of people who are permanently, by their very nature, and in our case, skin color oppressors and then there are those who are the oppressed and there are tiers to both of these and uh, to where the the absolute worst oppressor bar none is white christian males heterosexual white christian males Don't heterosexual white christian males right and then your most oppressed person is your transsexual, lesbian, furry from uh, wait for, uh, a Canadian uh, uh, from Zimbabwe. Or Haiti, a Haitian-Canadian transsexual furry. And those are like, the, and, and, but basically, whatever the oppressor does, no matter if it's a good thing or a bad thing, and to what degree, it's always bad. Right. And no matter what the oppressed do, good or bad, it's always good. Right. And these are the same people, like you pointed out, who crawled out of the woodwork for um, Margaret, Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher when she died. And uh, more recently, when Rush Limbaugh died, these are the same filth that, that you know, come out to spew their vitriol and stuff. And unfortunately, uh, they, well... They held a very large place in our media, not so much anymore. I'm very happy to say. Um, yeah. We'll but, see. Sith are hiding. Oh, oh, no! This, this is the you know nobody. They still uh, are in our media. 
they're still in CNBC, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, all of those alphabet soup, you know, uh, organizations, networks, but nobody's watching them anymore. Like uh, CNN is being revamped to be the way that it was like during the first Gulf War, okay, to to just do straight news. Just, wait, reporting? Just reporting just on reporting, the news? Just straight news reporting. And already a lot of their – because they fired a lot of – a lot. The only person – the only hardcore ideologue that they haven't fired yet is Don Lemon. And that's because he's a gay black man. But yeah, they fired everybody else uh, as far as the ideologues and the people who are there now, with the exception of Don Lemon, and even Don Lemon, I think, um, have started just straight up reporting. And you've got the lunatics on Twitter just howling how CNN, and I'm not kidding, has gone mega. I <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. They are say, it's all over the place. CNN, they're traitors and they've gone MAGA. And and M now MSNBC is still they're completely jacked up. Um, but again, just like this show, there's only two people that watch them. Wow. Wow. So uh I'm not overly worried about it. and then you've got well and Fox News has actually started going that direction the towards the left people aren't watching Fox News but I stopped uh, right after the election the I think that just the the era of the 24-hour news network is pretty much over anyway because I don't know about you, but I don't get my news from from them anymore. When I get my news from select individuals on YouTube, and secondly from select outlets that uh, that I go to look at, like uh, uh, Breitbart is one of them. Uh, but oddly enough, I also go to Politico. Oh, yeah. Because I want to see what what those guys are thinking and what those guys are saying. So I I like to get a smattering of, of both sides. But so those lunatics that celebrate other people's deaths and wish suffering on them and stuff and, and that kind of stuff. They're going to be there anyway. And thankfully, hardly anybody's listening to them anymore. So. You know, tear your ass. Go ahead. You know, and plus the fact that whatever you say doesn't mean jack anyway. You know, because right. she was 96. Uh, she passed, as far as I know, she passed rather peacefully. Um, and uh, uh, England still has a long road to hoe because Boris Johnson stepped down, but he was replaced by a, a female knucklehead who's just as bad as he is, if not worse. I heard she was um, conservative. And Charles, who I was under the understanding that Charles was out of the running. No, they but, changed that a while ago. Okay, yeah, Charles is going to be king. 
or I guess is king. I don't know if he's had his coronation because I don't keep up with that shit. The, the way that I look at it, we got rid of them 200 some odd years ago. They don't mean anything to me. We don't now, have royalty over here. I, I heard so, the same thing as far as um, he like way, way back, uh, back when he was with Diana, I think, um, or maybe just after. Uh, I, it was just I, after. I just know it was a long time ago. Uh, there was something, and again, I'm I'm not over there. I can't swear to it. And I guarantee the news they get about us is always crap. So the news we get about them is probably crap. But it was my understanding that, yeah, the, the queen said that she was, when she sat down, it wasn't going to Charles. But then I, I heard something about that either uh, not being the case or she changed her mind after he calmed down. Because I, I, he, he has mellowed. I mean, the man's in, like in his 70s, so obviously he's going to chill out a little bit. I mean, he's still a a, uh, a flat earth, uh, no growther. But I, I don't know how vocal he's going to be. Um, I'm, I'm not too worried about him. I think he's going to uh, sit back and enjoy his posh circumstances. Most likely. Uh, I I, I know nothing about the, the new prime minister. I, I thought it was very interesting that the queen was out of public eye for a long, long time. And then Boris is going to resign. So she decides, you know what, I'm going to get dressed up just so I can take that man's resignation. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so not knowing anything about this woman, I hats off to her for that. And but this 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 new lady that, again, I haven't I haven't I don't know anything about her, but it's my understanding that she was a conservative um, she was, uh, her parents apparently leftist. Uh, she says that she remembers as a, as a child going to, uh, anti-Margaret Thatcher rallies, um, but that she grew up and changed to a conservative. So what the British definition of a conservative is, I don't Well, Boris know. Johnson was theoretically a conservative too. Are you He serious? was actually supposed to be their version of Trump. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, no judgment, UK. Uh, you do you. That's okay. Uh, wow. Some of my best friends are Brits. Man, that's that's yeah. unfortunate for them. Okay, I, I could well, be wrong. I could be. I don't know. I I, I don't know. again, I don't know anything about their politics. I, I have enough of a hard time wrapping my brain around ours. So, uh, and I'm yeah, and I'm what they do matter so little these days anyway. Well, it's, I don't, to me, it's more about, you know, it, like I love when you get on Twitter and, and things like that, when you've got uh, people from overseas talking about how things are going over here and, you know, you know what you should do. It's like, okay, shut up. Um, appreciate the outside perspective, but you don't have a, you don't have a clue. Uh, the, um, the, the bottom line is, until and I know I don't want to be the you know the big American you know who who talks you know, like we don't know anything. It's not about, it's not about that. And I I challenge you whoever is listening that happens to not be an American uh, to speak to anybody that has become a citizen who is outside the United States and has now become a citizen. Their perspective on how their eyes are open because you don't know until you hear. Just like us as stupid Americans. I will say we don't know what it's like to live where you are. We've been wrapped in this, I will say, faux cloak of freedom for so long that we don't we don't understand what it's like to not be free. We have these idiots running around being stupid because they have the freedom to be stupid idiots and uh, that soldiers have died for the the 
dumb things that the people here do that are now taken for granted. Um, and it is, uh, from an outside perspective, people look at us and they see this uh, overindulgent, entitled society. And guess what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but we had to bust our ass to become so. We had to fight, uh, and and so many people had to fight and die for us to be the overindulgent uh, society that that we are. Um, who I can't remember who said it. it I, I think this quote was actually misattributed. But um, uh, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times uh, or prosperous times. Something along those lines. Prosperous times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And it's a cycle. And yeah. we are now in the 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 part of that cycle where these we're getting into the hard times. We're just now scratching the surface of hard times because mm-hmm. of how weak that our society has become. Our enemies are now taking an advantage of this fact. Um, and it would be uh, very easy for enemies of the state to do great harm to our country right now. And that's, that is an unfortunate, um, that's an unfortunate thing. But um, we We are a distinct and unique society that has managed to give our people the freedom to be as dumb and stupid as they want to be. And it's we're not the only, quote unquote, free society in the world. I, I'm very aware of that. Um, but the level of stupidity and freedom uh, that we have allotted to um, this uh, this this group of rebels is uh, is unparalleled in, in the world. And so, yes, um, international people, you you do not understand. And until you come over here and live here uh, and are a part of it, not visit, but you actually have to be a part of it. Will you will you grasp it? And uh, hopefully uh, it is something that we uh, we won't go let go of uh, too lightly. But uh, I am fearful for our future at the moment. But. Again, there I go on one of my stupid rants just off into the wild blue yonder. Well, I am going to be that American. Be that American. I am going to be that American, and I'm going to say, if you have anything to say about the way that we do things here in the United States, all you got to do is go 2-0 and in consecutive world wars, and we can talk. Okay. Because okay. right now, we hold both belts. I, I will both belts. I will say this. I will say this. We were, we were actually talking about this today because uh, when when the Queen died and we we brought up Churchill, um, I I will say uh, that while the Americans came in as the heavy in World War II, we are by no means the reason that uh, Hitler did not take over the world. Uh, that goes to the Brits, and uh, I will say that Winston Churchill single handedly single-handedly saved the entire world. And if not for him, uh, everything would have crumbled. We begrudgingly uh, came in way late to a, a battle that we should have been engaged in from from the get-go uh, and could have saved Lord knows how many lives. Uh, we had, forgive me for all the people who worship uh, FDR, but a, a stupid president who um, did a lot of stupid things, including after World War II, 
uh, with uh, the especially way everything was handled. Yeah. What's up? Especially after World War II. Yeah, after World War II. And that's another thing that Churchill was was begging FDR. It's like, don't do this. Don't do this. And FDR was like, no, we're America. We're going to do this and everything's going to be okay. And it's like, oh, God. And completely screwed up Eastern Europe. Um, I mean, and again, that that was the the big heavy-handed Americans coming in and saying this is the way it's going to be done. Unfortunately, the ruler at the time was not the brightest bulb and um, things were not handled well. Um, so hats off to the Brits, the UK, and uh, it... They were they were the the last bastion of hope for a while when all of Europe fell when they allowed Hitler to slow roll over Europe. Um, he, uh, he he got. I will say that I will say that he that that they pitched a good game. Uh, well well into like the sixth inning even. Shit. But he he they were starting they were starting to we 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 did a good job on cleanup. Oh, I'm not saying that we didn't, but damn, a day late and a dollar they, they, short. They would not have been able to have pulled off Normandy and then the and and then and finishing off the Germans. That wouldn't have happened without us. Not arguing that. Not arguing that. My argument is that we waited way too long. Oh, I agree. Winston Churchill was the only man holding them off, and and he warned them after World War One. Winston Churchill was screaming yep. at the top of his lungs that, "Hey, look over here! Look what's going to happen!" And they just beat him up. They're like, "Oh, you're crazy! You're this! You're that! You know, you're a conspiracy theorist, whatever the hell you know they they called <laughs> those people back then who were actually right." Um, and then after the writing was on the wall, or more importantly, the shit is hitting the fan, they look at him, they're like. Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you. I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care. Dispatch Health can treat most non-life-threatening emergencies. They can do the x-rays, they can do stitches. Urinary tract infections, blood tests, urinalysis, ultrasound. It's almost everything that they can do at the ER. You never feel rushed. They're there for you and only you. I felt like their only patient. And it costs no more than a trip to urgent care because Dispatch Health is covered by most insurance, including Medicare. See if we serve your home at DispatchHealth.com. Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home. House calls are back, and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com. Hey, can you take over real quick? Because everything you said is actually happening. It's like, yeah. And so he holds them off as long as he can. No, but then, yes, as we do, we're over here just chilling. And that's, again, that's what we do. We're... We're high and mighty. We are full of ourselves. We're well, entitled. And to, for for, for a, it can't touch us. So we're like, it's not our problem. And like every every dumbass terrorist thinks that they're going to put the fear of God into us. The and I love Japan as a culture. Uh, I worked used to work for a Japanese company. Love it with all my heart. While it was an incredible feat. It was an unimaginable task, but the attack on Pearl Harbor was probably one of the stupidest things oh, yeah. Yeah. that they could have ever done. Because the way the way the U.S. works, you don't intimidate us, you don't scare us into submission. Mm -hmm. 
you lull us to sleep. That's yes. how it works. We are a sleeping bear who are happy to stay asleep. Just leave us alone. You do what you're going to do. We're going to do what we're going to do. Just sh- shut up and go away. But the second you do something like that, because they think we're going to make this bold statement, we're going to do something that was damn near impossible, should not have been able to accomplish. They did it. Hats off to you. Probably shouldn't have because you probably would have gotten away with a lot more crap if you just would have stayed over there. But you pissed us off. You got us into the fight. And we came over there and picked all your ass. Now now you're screwed. When we get into the fight, the fight's over. And it's no different than the, the, the terrorists with September 11th. They're they're like we're going to strike this mighty blow against the U.S. and they are going to cower down at our feet. It's like <laughs> this is what this is what people across the world again that it, it, they, 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 they don't get because there is this mindset over a majority of the world where if a terrorist strikes down at you that you just cower down and go yes okay whatever you need just just stop hitting me. And I'll give you whatever you want. That is true for majority of the countries of the world. And if, if I'm wrong, prove it. Um, but this is why terrorists are able to get away with what they're get, they get away with. They do something like this. It was a crippling blow that they should have never been able to accomplish. But again, it was an impossible feat that they did. They, they sucker punched us, and they, they hit us hard. They hit us I believe really they hard. had a little help. Oh, no, I'm sure that they did. We won't get into that right now. But um, again, with with the ideal that they they will we have shown them what we can do, they will cower before us and we we will be feared and you know blah, 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 blah. They pissed us off yeah. so bad that it's like you don't understand. No, no other country, no one, no, definitely terrorists don't understand the American mindset where it's like we we are and have always been the rebels of of the world. We yeah. are we're not the ones that shy away from a fight. We're the mm-hmm. ones that you have to grab by the arm and pull back and go, "No, no, don't beat him up. Come on. No, sit sit back down." It's again one of the dumbest things that you can do by doing that. You just woke up a beast that you will not be able to control. And again, what ended up happening after that is the beast fell asleep again because they left the beast alone for long enough. And so now we're vulnerable again because we've been sleeping for too long. So I I hope to God that the United States wakes up and they wake up without having to be sucker punched, without having a loss of life, without having uh, too much uh, damage or destruction to either – physical or uh, emotional or even uh, just the 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 state of our union I, I i hope that we don't have to lose um too much for us to wake up and and smell the roses and see what's going on because uh i've, I've got this feeling that uh something's around the corner and um w- the country is gonna wake up it is going to wake up i just i think I, I, that and and while we're on that that particular subject, I think that the same thing has happened, that the enemies of the United States have crossed a line that they're going to wish they hadn't. But the enemies that I'm talking about are the enemies domestic. And with that red speech, 
<laughs> that Brandon <laughs> gave. Okay, we're gonna have to do a whole segment on that. We, yeah, we have to do a whole segment on that. Yeah, and 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 I might. I mean, if if you're available, I might have to have you on tomorrow night. Let, let's see what we can do. I don't. We we got a pretty crazy uh, weekend coming up, so I, I don't okay. know. Uh, but I I I would like to because uh, it looks like we're getting a little bit long on time, so we might have to uh, to cut it for tonight. But I I I want to keep going because. Um, both of our listeners really want to hear what we have to say <laughs> about this because this is this is getting really interesting. And uh, yeah. no, I, I hear what you're saying though, and, and and to your point, no, I understand, agree with you because the um, while Trump wasn't able to uh, to empty the swamp, one of the things he was able to do was drain it just enough to where we could see the critters at the bottom, mm-hmm. and they're showing oh, their it faces. Scared them. It scared them, and so they had to they they overextended themselves because they were afraid and they're doing the same thing again because they're afraid again. And uh, remember how I told you how I was starting to get to the point where I don't even really believe in blue cities anymore, let alone blue states because of the report that I heard uh, coming from Detroit that 50% of the mail-in ballots were fraudulent. Right. I just heard another report, um, I think it was earlier this week, about some more cheating that was going on. And I believe it was in Detroit, but I can't remember. But it's in one of these theoretically thick blue you know, cities. And again, I was just like, if they're having to cheat that hard to hang on to those cities, while at the same time, You've got these Soros-backed DAs DAs. that are letting people out into the streets. There's going to be some kickback from the voters. Even the voters there Mm -hmm. are not going to put up with this for very much longer. Now, in California, they've they've got the situation rigged for the moment. But I think even that is starting to crumble when you've got... uh, when you've got a city like San Francisco that Voting is calling people yeah. who are hardcore leftists in San Francisco, yep, it, it's starting to crumble. Nancy Pelosi's backyard, baby. Yeah, it's starting to, and then Los Angeles, the same thing. Uh, their their DA just narrowly, and he had to cheat to do it. He narrowly defeated a recall, and he had to cheat in order to to defeat that recall same crap he's not going to be able to do that again because the next time is just going to be a straight up election they they seem to do just fine at cheating on elections so we'll see i don't know i don't know i i think if the liberals have had enough because once once the crime gets bad enough that the liberals can't earn a living because i'm telling you the homeless folks ain't voting the illegal immigrants aren't voting. And what's really funny, and this is another thing that I heard, which is really funny, is that these the uh, Hispanic illegals that are coming up, they're conservative. They are leaving those socialist crap holes, and they came to the United States to get away from that stuff. So 
they're finding out the 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 Democrats are finding out well they aren't voting for us either. That's not that wasn't the plan. Yeah, we got to get us some Haitians. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, Haitians after <laughs> after the Clinton scandal. Haitians aren't going to oh, be yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's another thing. It's another thing that I heard. Hillary Clinton apparently has stated unequivocally. She will not run. She's done. She will not run. I don't know. <laughs> they might not have anybody else. Now, I've, I've heard that. Um, what's her name? The governor from Michigan. I heard that she's thinking about throwing her hat in the ring. We've yeah, also she. got Newsom. Oh, who's please. A possibility. Please, Newsom. Yes. Um, either one of them would be fine. Oh, what What's his name's daughter? Uh, McCain. Megan McCain. I don't think she's going to do it. Oh, I hope she does. I hope. I, th- does. I think if she I, if if she does anything, and I'm I don't think she will. But if she does anything, I think she's going to be one of the rhinos that's going to cross over to the new Republican party, the new Democrat party. Yeah. No, I, I, I saw that too. And we were actually talking about that uh, yesterday as far as the um, definitely not going to run. That's bull crap. They've got no bench. They have no bench. It's uh, the first time in my lifetime seeing a confused democratic party that isn't in lockstep behind one, one person was this last election. Um, They, they had no clue. Who's going to win? When when the Democrats who are rigging it, uh, and yes, I'm a denier. Um, during the primary, it's it's like they couldn't decide. the 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 backbone, the establishment, could not decide who the hell are we going to run as the primary was going, because they kept changing which horse they were backing based yeah. off of whichever way the wind was blowing. It was funny because whichever way the poll was going, all of a sudden the DNC starts pushing that person. And then the polls go the other way. And they're like, oh, no, no, we mean this person. Oh, no, no, no. And then, and then Biden. But like, they knew they didn't want Bernie. No, they didn't want Bernie. And, and for I, I can't believe that the, the people that are backing Bernie aren't more pissed because Bernie, they folded Bernie twice now. And they, they rolled him over in the clover, man. And it's the why are they not standing up and saying, hey, this is crap? Because that was crap. If, if I was a Bernie supporter and I saw the, the way that I mean, they they ran him over, man. Uh, I'd be mad, but you don't hear anything from them. Uh, but it's still it, it, there's no there's no lockstep anymore, which was the first sign that that I saw where it's like, ooh, maybe maybe things are starting to to come unglued over there because usually they yeah. they have a plan. They know who the next person, the next heir apparent. They know who's going to be elected next. It was going to be Hillary, and then when it wasn't, they're like, crap, what do we do? Uh, and this last election, it's like they didn't they didn't know. And so and, and again, they don't know. No, again, that's that's the thing. They're, yeah. they're looking. They're like, nobody likes him. Uh, maybe we can blame a lot of stuff on him and maybe we can get him out of no, office. They don't like him. That's Ooh. another reason why I'm I'm really very interested to see what's going to happen after these midterms, because he's dragging them down. And I mean, down ballot stuff, too. Down ballot stuff, and and they're like he's not because he's not he's not there. How how is he dragging anyone down when it's not him? The man has a teleprompter that he can barely read. No, but I mean, I mean, because of him, or more to the point, because of his staffers. Okay, because of the people behind him. Okay, are causing so much damage to the uh, to the economy and to crime. Uh, etc. Um, 
it's making all the other Democrats look bad. They uh, just this past week, they they did the man on the street interviews in New York City. And they were talking about how bad they hated Joe Biden. Joe Biden. These are New Yorkers. And they were saying, yeah, it's the economy and if freaking Biden and this, that and the other thing. And and they're just this, you know, that and and and, you know, he's dirty. Some of them even talking about, I don't know, maybe he didn't win the election. And and I'm just like. Whoa. Yeah, I tell you huge. what, man. If it's happening in New York, it's happening in San Francisco. It's happening in Detroit. Who knows? They're, they're ma- and this is why, again, this is why they have they have no choice. They got to fall back. They've got to redefine themselves. They got to find somebody to blame. And the nearest somebody is sitting in the White House right now. And and like you said, because this is another issue that they're trying to push for two reasons. The media is trying to push the age issue. Oh yeah, they're trying to push the age issue so that they can. Uh, first of all, have a reason to maybe put Joe up as a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. And say, cause I'm telling you, all it's going to take is one or two Democrats in the, in the uh, Senate, one or two Democrats in the Senate's all it's going to take. If it comes to impeachment, I don't think they have to have two thirds. They might have to have two thirds, but either way, if they've got enough, and and if the Democrats are sick of him enough, they can go, oh, well, you know, we've been convinced and we've seen enough. Have, but but they're pushing that angle because just so that he can't run again, period. Yeah. If if he makes it through and he right. does finish out, uh, which I'm not even sure he's going to be able to do for health reasons. Not not with the way that he's been going. It's been it's been pretty yeah. sad. It's been pretty sad. So, so even if he even if he makes it through, they're not going to let him run again just for health or for for age. Right. But the other reason they're pushing the age issue is because is for Trump. They can say, well, we don't want Joe, and Trump's just uh, about Trump's as old as he old, is, yeah. or, or Trump will be as old as he was when when he was elected. Little, so, little bit of a difference. Listen to both of them speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. Trump can go off sometimes where it's like, oh, man. But at least at <laughs> least he's speaking coherently. He might be going on a train of thought. That, well, I mean, who, who am I to talk? Because Lord knows I, I drift off. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a load of crap. Uh, Biden's definitely got dementia. They're, bef- they're definitely going oh, yeah. to try to pin whatever. They're talking about it on him. CNN and MSNBC now. They're, they're openly stating, yeah, he just – he didn't see him all there for that speech. You can't. You know. they, they can't hide it anymore. They can't. They can't be like, oh no, that's normal. Oh, because they they were always like, oh, he misspoke, or oh, he stuttered this out, or oh, he didn't mention, he didn't mean to do that, or he he wasn't yes. trying to shake the hand of an invisible person. You you can only hide it so long when it's every single time he's in front of the camera. Yeah, he's. Obviously. And he's the president of the United States. It's not yeah. like when he was running that they could keep him in the basement. Keep him in a basement away from the press. Yeah, can't do it anymore. Mm-mm. Can't do that. They tried that, and the the press noticed. Hey, we haven't heard from him in like six weeks. Where is he? He's on another vacation. Yeah, and and so they got to trot him out. They got to shoot him full of drugs. Trot him out. Uh, 
Like I like I said before, yeah. I feel I feel sorry for him. I, I mean, the man was a POS all through his political career, so I don't feel sorry for that coherent Joe Biden who was a POS. I feel sorry for this current, obviously not all there, uh, mentally unstable elderly gentleman who they're taking advantage of. They're taking advantage. His own damn wife yeah. is taking advantage yeah. of him. That's and again, the thing. That here's, here's another. On. This is another example. Uh oh. Example as far as these people saying. You're starting to cut out. I think we lost him. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. (laughs) 